Welcome to the Dating Kinky Podcast, a cast about love, sex, romance, and kink. I've said that I believe that anyone can make a change in their life, even when it's super small, and that that change can make a huge difference. Of course, when I say that, I am not personally experienced in the deepest depths of despair and trapped by human cruelty. And yet, I've talked to people who were. In fact, that lesson was originally taught to me by a woman who lived down the street from my grandmother. I think she was mowing her own lawn until she was 97. She always seemed to have the magic of knowing when I'd be over for story time or to play with the trinket she kept in a fancy vintage purse for me because it seemed she was always just about to take cookies out of the oven. And she welcomed all the neighborhood children and would let us play on her enclosed porch or in her living room when we wanted to be inside, eat cookies, and not be home. And she'd tell stories about her life. Many were made up. I don't think she ever really knew a mermaid or met a unicorn or fought a dragon. Well, actually, I know she fought a dragon. She actually fought and killed... I learned later, a Nazi. That's dragon enough for me. So maybe the rest of the stories were true in their way as well. You see, Ms. B was Jewish, and she had the tattoo that proved that she was a special person destined for great things, as she told me. There weren't many left with that tattoo, she said, and if I ever met anyone with one, I should know they were to be treated kindly and given time to tell their stories because that's why they survived, to give hope back to the world. I wonder if she also knew Pandora. Anyway, she taught me that we cannot always control what happens to us, but if we have hope and we are special people, apparently not all of them get tattooed, we have the next best thing. And that's what I'm talking about today. We cannot always control what happens to us, but we can always control our response. False. That's a big fat lie. And it's an easy lie to accept, to internalize, and to use to beat ourselves and others over the head. Because there is truth inside of it, but the statement itself is not true. We cannot always control our response to what happens to us. In fact, Often we cannot control our first response to anything. What we can do, and this is where the important truth resides, is learn to correct our initial responses and retrain our brains to respond in different ways. Over time, sometimes over a long time, and sometimes our initial response will change too, and many times it won't. Because a lot of that shit is hardwired into us for safety and protection. And as the example goes, if prey runs from a friend, it's still safe. But if it doesn't run from a predator, it's et. And being et is no good for the prey. Our bodies and brains pretty much exist for us to survive. So we run or fight or freeze or fawn by instinct. Don't believe me? You think your reactions are 100% under your control? Okay. Ever been frightened by a friend shouting boo in the dark? Ever yelled at someone when you didn't mean to? 
ever been tickled? Ever been jealous? Ever jumped at a loud noise? Ever had air puffed into your eye at the optometrist and blinked? Ever cried when you didn't want to? All of these things are examples of exactly how much we cannot control our first reactions to stuff that happens. There are a million other examples. And most of those are okay. In fact, all of them are as initial reactions. But what if we let them be more than that? What if you were forever terrified of the dark? What if you couldn't communicate without yelling? What if you were super sensitive to touch your entire life? What if you saw jealousy with every action your partner made? What if every loud noise not only startled you, but installed a phobia? What if you refused to open your eyes ever again? What if you cried at everything, no matter how small? Yes, some of these are silly examples, and yet they are not far from some of the things we humans do, like carry behaviors that once protected us decades past their expiration date, and cling to them and allow them to stunt our reactions and cripple our lives. We have to forgive ourselves when we have an undesired reaction, but others don't have to forgive us, especially if our response is harmful to them. And we can choose to change at least what comes after our startle response. Therapy can help us learn to make those changes. So can behavior modification with our partners or on our own. But we have to want to change our reactions and to believe that our lives will be better if we do. And we have to be willing to fail and we have to be willing to try again. And most of all, we have to believe that we can change And that last one, well, that's the hardest for most people because they've tried before, you see, and failed or didn't improve quickly enough or got exhausted by the work. It's okay. Everyone has a right to choose their own lives and their own paths, including change or therapy or not. But when I and others talk about how we've learned to change our responses or how life can change if you do learn to control your emotions. Understand that it's because we've been there and we've made those changes and we know it's possible, at least for us. And for me personally, when I meet someone who has a harmful stress response and does not believe it's possible to change or is unwilling, I know they're not compatible with me. And that is also my right as a person. And if they do want to change and they don't know how, I'm often willing to help as much as I can because I've been there. I'm still there. After all, I have new experiences in my life every day that might cause an involuntary reaction. And because I've taken the time to change myself. What are your thoughts? How do you feel when someone tells you that you can control how you react to something negative or that it will improve your life? Do you feel empowered? Do you agree? Or does it make you feel vulnerable or helpless because it's not really ever worked for you in any significant way? Thank you for joining me today. If you loved this episode, please share it with others who would enjoy it. And please do join me on our new apps available in the Google Play and Apple App Stores. 
Dating Kinky is built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free. Find me on FetLife as Nookie Notes, and on Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, and Medium as Dating Kinky. We're on Instagram as Dating Kinky Official, all one word. Have a kinky day, and I'll catch you next episode.